Hey, this is Sean from Virtually HQ. Uh, this is episode 11, uh, and I just wanted to come on and share a bit about what's happening uh, in my life at the moment and what's about to happen. So, I've just released the 10th episode, um, and uh, I haven't been putting out much content. I'm, I've, I'm feeling a few barriers going on, right? Uh, for example, right now my cat is scratching to come into this room. If I let him in, he'll walk around um, and disrupt the recording. But if I leave the cat out, oh, you might hear scratching. So, um, I'm also, I've started, to, this is going to be a bit of a meta episode, this 11th episode. Um, because... Yeah, I'd like to just talk a bit about what it's like to to keep uh, this channel going um, and some of the the challenges that I've faced um, in producing content. So, um, happy to get through 10 episodes, even if a couple of them were just kind of really short and not really episodes. My early ones were more like vlogs. I've done three interviews with, with uh, two developers and one community manager. Um, and I've been running for about two months now. So, uh, what I'm finding is that my own personal, um, standard of quality that I would like to get, um, I, I find that I'm using that as a barrier because I want my stuff to be really good and I want it to be really relevant to you. Um, I want to make sure that my setup is good and that my equipment is used because I do have a lot of equipment um, and I do have a lot of skills in editing um, and in planning. But at the end of the day, the message uh, that I want to communicate, it, it's spur of the moment. It's, um, it's more conversational. So sometimes I, I just want to record a video um, and just so happens that I'm driving the car or I'm at work or it's the middle of the night. Um, so what I've got to do is really uh, capture that idea and then find time during the day to produce the content for you. Um, and something I realized today is that there's no such thing as uh, VR o'clock, right? Um, if I keep putting it off, if I don't make time during my day, it's not like there's this magical, uh, there's this magical time in that 24 hours when it's just, oh, easy, let's do virtual reality content. Um, that doesn't exist. So whether I cut, say like, uh, I go to bed earlier or I don't watch a TV show or I don't play Overwatch. Um, those are the hours that I could use to produce content, right? Um, and or if not content, then at least keep on looking for the leads and uh, making contacts for future interviews. Um, I've, al I've also been thinking about is this channel more of my personal vlog uh, or is it a... Um, a focused series of interviews? Is it covering the what's going on in, in my community, the Discord channel that I'm building? Um, 
or I'm not really sure, but what what I know is that it's going to be just it's just me talking to people, and my goal is to just keep connecting, helping people build, and getting the word out there about what they're making, whether it's a game or a YouTube channel, or an experience, whatever, a company, whatever you're making, right? Um, so it's more like Sean and friends. Um, and if you're happy with that, then keep watching. Um, so what's been going on in my life, uh, since the last, since the last interview, which I recorded on a Thursday morning, I then had a virtual reality meetup for the Melbourne, um, community. Uh, and a few, about eight people turned up. Now this was, it was pretty cool because we we had two quests uh turn up my own and i put it on the table of the vr meetup because like i'm i'm thinking about how to do sort of best practice for running a meetup you know um me personally sometimes i've been to a meetup and i wasn't sure who to talk to just make sure it's recording <laughs> everything recording yes um i've been to meetups where it was at a busy place and I wasn't sure who to talk to, right? And in fact, I've even been to a venue and not been sure who to talk to and I left. Now, that I think that probably happens a lot at a lot of meetups. So, one idea I had was to put the quest on the table where we're sitting so that at least if you are walking around the room and you see a virtual reality headset on the table, you know you're in the right place. Um, and someone else brought a quest, um, a guy named Jian. Uh, he, he also had his own game that he's developed on the quest, ready to go. And he also brought his own Wi-Fi um, hub, I don't know what they're called, and, uh, and a little mini computer and an extra screen. And I've never seen someone so prepared to show their game. Uh, it was really amazing, actually. I, um, if you want to check out a photo of that, join our Discord chat server um, and you'll see that in the local meetups um, chat room. And uh, so I showed a few new, a few devs who had never tried the quest before um, and just, uh, they didn't play any experiences, but they did go through the onboarding um, and look around the home and get a feel for uh, how good is the tracking and the visual quality. Um, and they seemed fairly impressed. Um, one of them has even bought the quest since then. So, um, mission accomplished. <laughs> um, and that was the meetup. Uh, so we talked a little bit about what's coming up next and, uh, and generally the idea is that we'd like to have a couple of quests with um, content preloaded. So maybe before the meetup, we'll put a call out and tell us what content you'd like and send us the APK. And then I'll put it on my quest. Actually, my attitude with this quest was I'll bring it to meetups and I don't really care if it gets broken because it's part of my mission, right? Um, I'll just send, I'll just beg Oculus for a replacement. Um, uh, and so before the meetup, we would load up a couple of quests with the content um, and then they're just free to go at the party. That's one. That's that's a really good idea. We'll do that for the next meetup. Uh, the other one was to get some PC VR happening. So right now, 
I'm kind of delegating that a little bit, trying to find people who would be interested in bringing along their, la along their laptop and their Vive to de demo or play like other games, maybe run some kind of competitive element to create more atmosphere. It's also a bit of a draw card for the meetup, you know? Um, and and the I still think of the meetup and VR in general as a big cycle, right? Um, you have people that they join and they, they experiment, they try it out, um, they make a couple of games. And I really want to make sure that they get the support and encouragement that they need and, and start to make more friends and connections and stay in that cycle. So the meetup that just happened uh, last week was really good because uh, three people came along who are very early in their VR development um, career and I was just thrilled to be able to like really encourage them and ask questions about what they're making um, and and uh, like I know it's hard to get to meetups but I hope they find value from it and and I hope to make the meetups more valuable in future and and people are helping me do that and that's great um, then I had uh, yeah, I did the interview with Vivian Tan, which you would have seen. That's been published. Um, it was a bit delayed, but um, my interviews are, they're always different. This one, I had some set questions, which helped. It helped a lot, actually. It, um, um, we agreed on the questions that, that I would ask, and then I just uh, rephrased them or asked a few extras. But mostly, uh, I think when I do interviews, I've got to be a bit more clear in what I'm saying and uh, more confident and also focus on the the other person a lot more right because what happens with me is when someone's talking to me um, I might latch on to one little thing that they said and then they keep talking for a minute um, and then so all I've been thinking about for the minute was how to how to answer how to ask a question about the thing they said um, and I, I really, something about me is that I really do not like interrupting people. Um, and I actually feel like really quite guilty when I interrupt people. It's just how I am. Um, so that's why there's a bit of a problem with flow in my interviews, but it'll get better over time. But, you know, interview questions helped. Um, researching the game helped. And the person knowing who was coming on, that helped. Um, and I think I have to stop doing interviews first thing in the morning because I'm really not awake. You know, my, my virtual reality passion, it builds through the day, not first thing when I wake up. Um, all right, so that's the interview done. Um, another thing happening in my life right now is that for the past four months, my, my long-term partner, he's been living in Vietnam learning how to do makeup and, uh, that means that I haven't seen him for a while and he came back to Australia for three weeks. So while uh, he's here, a lot of my spare time is making sure that I'm with him. But, you know, that ends soon. So um, that's been a factor, not the biggest factor. He's playing League of Legends right now. So I, I could always have found time. Um, 
Okay, so last weekend I took the quest and I went to a family function. It was my aunt, two of my auntie's uh, birthdays and there were quite a few people there and I took my quest. This is the first time that I've traveled with, with my quest, traveled interstate. Um, I, in a rush just before the event, I connected hotspot on my phone to 4G, download uh, super hot and the new game Half and Half and uh, Alvin Assassin because I just felt like I can't turn up at this party with this item and ask everyone to play Beat Saber and Bogo. Um, I'm really happy I did that. I now have Alvin, Alvin Assassin, which I've never tried. Um, still haven't tried and, and no one wanted to play that one. Uh, okay, so I really want to talk about what happened with Quest at my family my family's big function. First of all, I let everyone enjoy the event because I didn't want to steal anything. You know, I waited a couple of hours. It was a long party, lots of people, lots of drinking and, and quite a few kids there too. Um, then I started with uh, showing a few kids, my, my cousins, the younger cousins, Beat Saber and uh, they liked it. Some one one kid really got into it, and uh, another kid found it difficult. I don't know why she was failing. I didn't set up any sort of screen, screen so I couldn't really know what was going on. That's probably like one of the biggest problems with Quest when people are in it, and I'm not sure exactly what's happening. Like it's already difficult enough for them learning a new thing. It's even harder when when they. When, I, when the person helping them doesn't know what to do. Um, so that was one thing. Uh, it's hard to help people when you can't even see what they see. Uh, and then um, a couple of the younger people or like the people who were not into dancing or whatever, like not just, I, sh I showed them BOGO, which, which is uh, an Oculus, ga um, Oculus Studios game that just has a little creature that's like a little guy that's super cute and you just want to feed him apples and throw sticks and stuff like and rub his belly. Um, so I showed a few people that I kind of asked them, do you want to play a music game? Do you want to do you want to pat a baby dragon? Things like that. That's how I asked them. And that was pretty cool. Um, one kid wanted to play heaps like he was he was he he was already asking me like um, how much is it? Where can he buy it from? Um, and then I, I put it on charge and we went back to the party and then every, quite a few people wanted to play it. So I decided that we would make a big space, right? So a space about four by four meters and I loaded up super hot and I haven't played super hot on quest yet. I've played it on my Vive. And I, I hadn't bought it for Quest yet because I felt like I'd kind of done it. Um, but I loaded it up and and gave it to my dad first. And uh, he, before that, right, he told me that his favorite VR experience was Fruit Ninja. And I think he still he still thinks Fruit Ninja is the best. <laughs> um, but I saw him in super hot in this quest, dodging bullets, throwing ninja stars, 
um, stealing guns and punching weird red uh, guys in the face. So Superhot was a huge hit on the, on the quest. And the only thing that I have to say is uh, make sure when you play, when you show people your quest and they play super hot, uh, you basically need to shepherd them around and you need padded walls <laughs> because people were so close to punching other people. Like I didn't want any serious accident. Uh, my aunties were like trying to put out cakes and food behind me and I'm just like, whoa, 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 don't go there. Hang on, hang on. Whoa, whoa, watch out. Um, constantly. Uh, and then sometimes I would just say step back because people are getting too close to the boundary and almost had a serious, serious damage because like someone punched, punched a, a pylon, but luckily it had balloons around it. So yay for parties. Um, and so about five people played super hot, um, and they had really long sessions, like, like just, they didn't want to stop pretty much. One kid, the same kid as I mentioned before, he was about 12 years old. I got the vibe that he's a fairly natural gamer. Like he was, he was in super hot and he was doing Fortnite dancing. Uh, he, he was using the, the six off motion controls, like a natural, I mean, not just a natural, but picture this. Arya Stark in Game of Thrones, the way she sword fights, this kid was doing that. I don't even know what weapon he was using in Superhot, but like he was like lancing at people. <laughs> um, and then he just came out and his mum asked me like, uh, how much is it? Where can you get it from? And is it a sturdy unit? And I just said, uh, it's 650 US, 650 Australians. Uh, you can buy it online and yes, it is quite sturdy. Just don't be careful. You don't damage the controllers, um, cause they kind of pop off easily. And I said, I told everyone it's really good, but the games like you might not play them for long. That's the kind of games they are. They're kind of like arcade games. Um, and so that means that the price is a problem. Um, right, so that was Quest. Uh, really happy that I brought it. Um, it doesn't seem to be damaged at all. It's just got a bit of oily smear marks on it from fingers. Um, overall, I'm not really too worried. Like I said, um, this thing, it can get, it can get bruises and bumps. It's fine with me. It's designed to be used. Um, it's not going to a museum. It is the start of wireless VR and I like it a lot. And it just worked and people liked it. Um, you know, just like it was, it's, this isn't a review, but just the things that I thought of when I was demoing it to so many people, the, the straps, are so easy to adjust. You get an idea, you can look at someone's head and think about, oh, you just instantly know how to adjust it to their size. You get good at that. Um, you start to get ideas for like the best way to like slide it on their head, um, how to hand the controllers to them, how to talk to them while they're playing. Um, it's really pretty good. Um, and from for all ages really my um my cousins as young as like 
10 played it and up to this 60 year old woman my auntie she played it and it was really popular like like not popular but really good reception oh something uh, some some other funny things happen so the kid who is really into it i get the sense that one day he'll be like an esport player or something he just seemed really into games um, he, 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 we were playing, uh, Injustice on PlayStation 4 and he just looked at me and he asked me, are you like famous on YouTube or something? No. And I was like, no, my last video has no views. <laughs> um, uh, so that's one thing. Um, a couple of people said that they've tried VR and they got so sick from it. Um, and I said, I just had to ask how, where did you play it? And they said in the shopping center, in the uh, the egg-shaped things, the seats, and and they were in a car experience. And like, fuck, those things need to be deleted from reality. Oh my god, people think that's virtual reality. You put this on, and your motion is tracked perfectly. You actually feel like you're transported there. That other thing that you've tried in the super in the shopping center. In the mall it doesn't compare and this is new <laughs> um that was one thing uh i can't remember what else i was gonna say um uh just finishing the recaps for the last week is also that i applied to work at an apple store um, went to the group interview blah 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 didn't get the job so that's like a thing that's been in waiting mode for like two months and now it's completed so i don't know i i've got to think about what's next um now looking forward is today is wednesday and on the coming monday i'm flying to san francisco yeah um flying to san francisco going to oculus connect 6 and just being in VR and about VR for 10 days, roughly. That's how long I'll be in San Francisco. So um, I don't really know. I, I don't know how much content I'll produce, right? Um, I could at the end of the day just go, oh my God, it's amazing. And I'm so tired by... But what I do know is that I will definitely try to meet lots of people. Um, and I don't know, I, I don't know how many Australians are going there. I don't even know how big the event is really in terms of attendees. Um, but I do know that on the calendar of virtual reality events and where people go and where to meet people, it's the place and I didn't want to miss it. So it's like really expensive. Um, and yeah, that's it. Um, I'm kind of ready to go. Like I've got all the stuff. I've just got to put it together. Um, equipment's become, becoming a bit of an issue. This is a real rambling episode. So, um, like, sorry. Uh, equipment's starting to become a problem because, um, I know I want to produce content with this camera because that's why I've got it. Um, and it's really quite good. Um, but the microphone on it, it catches a lot of echo in this room 
good for outside though. Um, I've got this lapel mic, which I've used previously um, with in combo with that camera. But now that I've just upgraded, I used to have this phone, iPhone 5SE. And then I've just upgraded to my a second hand, like my mum's old iPhone 7, which doesn't have a headphone jack. So that means I can't use my lapel mic right now. Um, and <laughs> things are just like not easy. I, I feel like like uh like wouldn't it just be so easy just to use the iphone and just say sorry if the quality is not that good but things are getting hard <laughs> um but sorry i have a lot of respect for people who make good quality content with a really real real camera um and do all the editing because i don't have i don't have patience for it basically um and yeah, just building up like an assortment of bags and things to take there. Um, you know, what's been, what's been happening in the last few weeks when I haven't been making videos is that I just have like ideas and I make a, a voice memo or write it down. And I want to like condense the idea and pre present it to you in a really nice way. But then it doesn't happen. And now you see what happens. I just erupt. Right, so I'd like to produce things more regularly um, as they as they pop up. Um, but, but so um, yeah, because I know this isn't a great episode. But hey, it's episode eleven. Less, it's eleven, right? It's eleven. It's it's episode eleven, and I'm I'm not I'm not on drugs, but it's just episode eleven. Um, so I got this little man bag, you know. Because people told me, like, I've got to be careful about where I carry stuff when I'm traveling. Um, and now that I've got this freaking mammoth, how do people even use this? Like, this is my old phone. This is the new phone. <laughs> and then when I, when I opened this one up again to start recording, I was like, oh my god, it's tiny. But now that I've got this big one, so, like, I do need... Um, I do need, I feel like I do need a man bag, basically. Um, so that's why I'm carrying around a notebook now. Um, because no, notes, I think, are a good way for me to prepare for uh, an episode. Um, and I don't really like digital notes, because they float around. Um, so I've got my man bag. Um, I've got my suitcase. I've got heaps of stuff. I've got heaps of stuff now. So, like... I just feel like I'm kind of ready and I've got to stop thinking like I need stuff. One thing I don't have is a laptop, but I don't know. I probably won't produce much videos anyway. Um, so that's it. Um, and then when I when I come back from from San Francisco for after 10 days there, it's been it'll be have been two weeks by the time I get back. Uh, shortly after that is Melbourne International Games Week. We'll, we'll also have the next Melbourne VR meetup. I need to talk about Old Space. Old Space is really good. Um, it just came out for Quest, this little thing. Um, Old Space is a, a social virtual reality app and, uh, it, it has really simple looking avatars, but it's so easy to just load it up and start talking. You can follow your friends around to the different rooms. 
um, seems easy to add friends and block people um, and you can join it and wave your hands around and just say hello. I've, I went in there for my first time the other day and there were like about 10 people walking around. Um, I think about four of them were from Australia. I invited someone to the Melbourne VR meetup and like, I just feel like I just want to drop back in there. Like that's virtual, that's a virtual world. Like, um, it's kind of feels similar to what I used to do when I played Guild Wars. That was my first big multiplayer game. Um, it felt like you could just drop into the guild hall and just have a chat with people in your, in your guild. Um, and that's pretty much what it felt like. Alt Space, check it out because we might be doing, we might do virtually HQ events or set up a world. Um, and we're definitely looking at it as part of our Melbourne VR. <sighs> Alt Space, it's good. Um, the other app I checked out was Half and Half by Normal VR. It's a, it's a cute social um, game where there's about six different game modes and it looks amazing. It's really gorgeous. Um, it's like basically that's the style of game that I'm looking for. Um, and it seems to start with a small amount of content. It's got the social element um, and I think that that's a good place to start. <sighs> okay, so this has been a 30 minute video. Episode 11, 11, 11, done. Um, and it's a rambler, so you know, if you think I should just uh, do shorter videos in future, but more often, just post it there. Bye.